Warning, this program is intended for adults only. What you're about to listen to contains explicit language, sexual topics, and don't be surprised if you get wet. You've just tuned in to Pussy Boss with your host, Victoria Lynn. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Victoria Lynn, and you've just tuned in to another mini episode of Random Pussy. And right now I have with me the lovely, 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 introduce yourself, honey. I'm Lemmy Adam. I'm a Los Angeles-based drag and burlesque performer. (laughs) Ooh, drag and burlesque. Drag king specifically, correct? Yes. Okay, and then um, what's your Instagram handle, just so everyone can find um, you? Real easy, Lemmy Adam, all one word, lowercase. <laughs> okay, so Lemmy, so I was looking at your Facebook, and I saw that you have a lot of classic Hollywood vibe to you. Yes. So I have to bring that up. I don't really care if anyone on the podcast who's listening cares, because I <laughs> love the like 1930s to 1950s film era. And I could definitely see that you do as well. Yes. So who do you pull from? Um, I pull from any and everything. Like, I was pretty much raised on film noir, thanks to my dad. So I got exposed to all of that early on. But I feel like I like to refer to a a young Tyrone Power as my final form. (laughs) Because he just, I saw a picture of him in this one movie. I'm like, oh my God, that's me. That's what I want to look like. So like... Tyrone Power, Vincent Price. Mm. Uh, Vincent Price is a big influence on me, and by proxy with that, Alice Cooper, who they who worked together like in the Alice 70s. Cooper, mm-hmm. super cool. That's a cool person to have an influence For as. Sure. I mean, he is not only like a rad musician, but was genius. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but with old Hollywood, it's just that whole. I'm here, I'm suave, I'm debonair, I am owning this room, I am Mr. Steal Your Girl. That is the essence of my drag character. Just I feel it. <laughs> I feel it through your photos. Like I was like, yes, I totally, totally get where they're going. Like I totally get it, which is awesome. Um, so for anyone who doesn't understand drag kings out there, can you give them a little idea of how you identify uh, what or who a drag king is? Well, uh, drag kings, it's um, <clears throat> pretty much a, uh, AFAB performer, like assigned female at birth, uh, performers um, impersonating a, a male, uh, their interpretation of what um, they want to see in like male um presenting society i guess Mm -hmm. so it's pretty much you know drag queens are typically men dressing up as women but the drag is like art is it's art like you just said you just said art yeah it's art and it's like there's so many different people like drag is art it's like any Mm -hmm. person however they identify whether they were born female or born male however they choose to identify as drag is just whatever you want to make it it's your performance it's your art do you feel like i know this is kind of an outlandish question but it's just Mm -hmm. something that i think about do you feel that heterosexual women or even heterosexual men don't feel comfortable entering the world though because they feel like maybe it's not um a place for them um sometimes i feel like they just don't understand 
understand. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just like, oh, I don't understand it. I'm just going to go over here. I'm not even going to try. It's weird. It's different. I, I know. And mm-hmm. then they walk away. They don't even try to figure out, well, how does this make me feel? Oh, this makes me feel this way. Well, why? Is yeah. that bad? Yeah. And usually it's not because I was, I don't know if I was scared of, like, drag at the beginning. Like, when I was a wee little one. Um <laughs> But it was just different, and I took it as, well, it's different. This is interesting. This is art. Like, people are performing and having fun, and they're creating these characters. That's what drew me to it to begin with, is they're creating these interesting characters to, like, live their these fantasies on stage. Like, yeah. And just different characters for different songs, different situations to comment on the political climate or pop culture or the social climate. It's amazing, like, the range of things drag performers can do and where are you from i'm from orange county and then okay. transplanted to la 2000 i've been living in la 2000 since 2012 so. okay and what what kind of brought you to drag uh I, I mean like what i'm trying to understand is the background of how you got here mm-hmm. what is it what is it that made you because you're very passionate you know, it's funny that I keep, I keep, I interview now a lot of people who are drag queens and drag kings, and I find that they are all very passionate, and it, it's something about art. Like, I'm a very creative person, right? I have podcasts. Right. But, like, for me, it's like, I get it. Like, art to me, it's like, this art is, like, something really beautiful for a lot of people, and I, and I want to know how, how did you find it, and how did you be able to embrace it into your life because a lot of people like you said like some people will just brush it off and say this isn't for me before even really looking into mm-hmm. it and realizing the beauty of it you know yeah well how I got into drag was I saw some drag shows drag queens performing and I was like this is amazing I love this they're lip syncing they're embodying this I'm believing that they're singing these songs they're just mm-hmm. feeling it with their entire body and soul it was beautiful and I just like well how can I do something like this? Like, does the opposite exist? And yeah. then I discovered Drag Kings, which, contrary to popular belief, they've been around since the turn of the century with, like, vaudeville performers. Um, oh, gosh, I'm struggling to remember a name. I don't know. Damn you, whiskey. Um, <laughs> Damn you, <laughs> but whiskey. But they've been around forever. Yeah. Like, even pre-vaudeville. They've just been around forever with experimenting with gender and their expression, and it's incredible and I just feel like and I've even before I really had a name for it like identifying as gender fluid I considered myself like a boy with boobs like I Mm -hmm. just knew I wasn't fully like the feminine the what everyone expected me to be as a person who was born female at what age did you if you don't mind me asking mm-hmm. what age did you high think? school like maybe 17 18 is when I really started using that term because I would you know guys would be like oh well if you just like sh- like wax that little mustache on your upper lip you you'd be really awesome and being stupid I was like okay and then I did I'm like I sh- never want to do that again that was painful. It was awful. And the guy left, like, the next week. Like, he wasn't a part of my life. He was just like, all right, bye. And I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> so it was me just coming to terms with how I wanted to see myself and what was making me happy. 
And then mm. kind of building off that as I got older and saw more of the world outside of my little suburban Orange County childhood, it just made me feel more accepted that I wasn't alone. There were people who were experimenting with how they identified with their gender and figuring things out. And I'm like, I'm not alone. I can, I, there's no time limit on when I need to figure this out. Mm -hmm. It can evolve and change as I get older. I mean, I think that's so amazing. See, you know, one of the things that I um, admire about the LGTP, LGTQ plus, sorry, I'm high. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I said B, but community is that, um, I couldn't, it took me so long to start to be who I am today. Like it, I don't feel like it really happened until recently that I realized that I was like, I can, can't live my life for other people. I need to live my life for myself exactly. and stop caring about what other people think. And when I hear your story and other people's stories, and we haven't even really gone deep into your story, but it's just like... <laughs> To be able to have that confidence and just go after what makes you happy, I think is such a beautiful thing. And I and I think that's um, something we need to share more because I think if more people heard that, they might try to do it, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, because there's definitely always downs in our lives, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, you have your low moments, but you have to find ways to like cope with it mm -hmm. and figure out how can I get, what's my life preserver? How can I make it through this little rough patch and get to the, and make it to the next day yeah. or even just through the next few hours, just yeah. trying to figure out how to help yourself or finding ways for, to find outside help too yeah. when you need it. Yeah. No, we had talked about that earlier about just like the community and how there's different centers and things mm -hmm. that people can go to. Um, I mean, did you, Find it, it sounded like you had a very good support group around you. Well, I just, I think I just, even at a young age, even though I was still struggling and finding myself, even in high school, I was like, these guys don't make me happy. I'm going to be with people who make me happy. It's just, I had, I feel, well, I felt lucky enough to have that sixth sense. Like, I don't want to be, I need to get out of this bad situation. Like with friends who weren't as supportive and even finding my tribe. Like, um, a big part of that was, um, starting to perform with uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show Shadowcast, uh, Sins of the Flesh, out in uh, Santa Monica. Oh, cool. Like, just off the 405, they're there every Saturday night. Like, once I found them, it was like, oh, I found weirdos like me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to give a fuck about what anyone else says. Here, I can be whatever I want, and I'm going to be accepted. And I felt safe. So how did you find there. that? Um, some friends of mine, it was just after high school, I think for me. So like around 19, I was going to these shows out in, at the new art theater over on Santa Monica Boulevard. And I went, I'm like, this is insane. Everyone's shouting at the screen. They're throwing things, <laughs> people in their underwear, barely anything on. And it's like 60 degrees outside. What, what is this? That sounds fucking crazy. And I'm, you know. 10 years later, I'm still performing with them. It's crazy. Wow. So, so what do you do uh, in the performance? Are you um, a character? Yeah. So basically for people who don't know what a shadow cast is, it's pretty much you get up in front of the movie, like while the movie's playing in the theater and you just act out the movie. Okay. And you just dress up like the character and you dance around like an idiot for that hour and a half. It's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Even all these years later, I cannot believe it's been 10 years. 
Oh my god. But I um, started so you out. Do it every Halloween. It's every Saturday night. Every Saturday night every for ten Saturday years. Every Saturday night. Yeah, well, you... I do like I. The show itself goes on every Saturday night. I of course don't perform every Saturday night, oh, okay. but I go like and I perform a lot. And I do. I started out as playing riff raff, and then well, Transylvanian, and then I was riff raff, and now for two three years I've been uh, Brad. So again, sticking with the male characters because it's. Yeah. Where I feel comfortable. I feel like I can be me more through the male characters. With the female characters, it's a lot of fun, and I like trying it out, but it just doesn't feel the same. I gotta go to this. We you should. Got, you gotta. Okay, you gotta. You should. I'm, I'm saying all this stuff on here. Text Sarah. <laughs> Tell Sarah I want to go. I would love to see this. I I'll let you it. know. I can get you discount. Yes. <laughs> you know I love that. Girl loves the discount. Victoria Lynn loves. The, not just kidding. I don't love the discount. I'm, I want only, only very expensive. <laughs> you know, wherever you can save a dollar. You know. <laughs> but no. yeah, I've been doing that. That's. Probably where my drag career started was performing as Riff Raff and then Brad uh, Majors at the so Rocky Horror cool. Picture Show with that. And then it kind of branched off from there. It's like, well, I can play these different characters, like something that already exists, but who is my drag character? Like, who is Lemmy Adam? Yeah. Who am I? And then that's where the film noir and the old Hollywood comes into play. It's like, well, I, even when I'm on stage, I love flirting with every single person in the audience. Like, looking at them going, ooh, I'm going to fuck you later. Ooh, I'm going <laughs> to flirt with you later. Hey, baby, call me. Man, woman, um, just a- any person out in that audience. I'm like, yes. What's so, up? <laughs> so, um, do you feel like when you have that more like because something about that persona feels more masculine to you that you have more confidence that like it's do you think mm-hmm. it's weird that that's what we perceive as masculine and, and confidence is like to be able to pick up people in a sense it is it is but i mean I, i'm cool with it <laughs> I mean, thankfully i know some people in gen- like fem- femme presenting people um femme identifying people who are like that and they just exude that confidence like oh hey what's up how you doing mm-hmm, can i get mm-hmm. your number and i <laughs> love them with all my heart and that's i take that energy whether i'm like kind of the androgynous like hard femme or if i'm just doing straight masculine drag king i yeah. try to bring that energy into my performances I, you know sometimes like but when i take all that off and i take off that suit or the mask or whatever i'm just like okay I'm going to relax. Like I can go home to my partner and just be me. (laughs) That's awesome though. So, so you have a partner. I do. Yes. Are you, uh, if you don't mind me asking, living together? We are. We've, um, we've actually been together three years. It'll be three years in um, early October. So he's, he's very lovely. He's very supportive of my art and what I do, and he, I ask him for tips, like, oh, how does this music edit sound, or oh, how does this color scheme work? And he'll give me these helpful mm-hmm. tips, even though he, 
he doesn't ever want to be on stage ever. He's still very supportive from behind the scenes. Um, I recently produced a burlesque uh, drag show, um, charity show in honor of Robin Williams. And oh, I yes, donated... I saw him on your page and I love Robin yes. Williams. Rest he's, in peace. Yes, he's definitely a big uh, influence on Beautiful artist. Yes, absolutely. We donated all, all proceeds from that show to the Brain and Behavior uh, Research Foundation, mm-hmm. which was like over $700. It was a really good show. Wow. <laughs> so my, my partner, he ran sound for that show. So whether it's behind the scenes, trying to keep me calm, or actually helping out with behind the scenes at the show, it's just gratifying. I feel very blessed to have a partner to support me like that because the person before that um, kind of broke up with me over it. So yeah. it was like, well, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's, that's how it works. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's how it works. When they don't work, you just keep moving on. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what do you think could be the best message for anyone out there who wants to try drag? Whether it's drag king, mm-hmm. drag queens, or just trying to get into the community and be involved. First and foremost, go to shows. Support the performers. Like Introduce yourself. Say, hey, I love what you do. This is amazing. And just keep going to the show, supporting the show. If you eventually want to perform, you got to support the mm-hmm. people that are that, that have come before you. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, slowly build up what you're going to do. Like, look up tutorials online on how to do makeup. That's that's what I... This is all what I did. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like, look up tutorials, how to do makeup, ask for help, go to shows and, like, talk to performers, like, ask for uh, tips that they might have with makeup or getting mm-hmm. costuming together or wigs or whatever. And just support each other. That's mm-hmm. the key thing there. Yeah. Because without that, I wouldn't know so many wonderful drag king performers like NSFW, who I consider one of my really good friends now, uh, Clit Eatswood, who is I saw. Phenomenal. I actually follow Clit Eatswood. Oh, they are I think we tried incredible. to get them on the show, but mm-hmm. they didn't respond. They so, are a very busy, very so, busy cryptid. <laughs> Damn it, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> I love the name, like Clint Eastwood. I yes. actually so I actually saw Clint Eastwood in real life once. I was at his like restaurant farm that he owns. Oh. And he was standing next to me and my parents were like, grab a picture with him, but I didn't want to be rude and like tell him like, hey. Yeah. So I took this really dorky picture of me behind him, like, like pointing to his head. But he was like, he was, you know, he, he don't want to be bothered. But all these people were running up to him and this old, like older lady came up to me and she goes, you see that Clint Eastwood there? <laughs> so whenever I see Clint Eastwood, I think of Clint Eastwood. Right, right, right. Very different. Very different. <laughs> Maybe not that different. They're, <laughs> oh, they're phenomenal. Like seeing their growth, like I knew them when they were first starting out and then seeing their growth to who they are now this powerhouse it's amazing yeah. and then earl gray and uh, earl gray earl gray was mm-hmm. supposed to come on too but unfortunately yeah but hopefully we'll get another uh interview with them but yeah that's what I, it's really cool everybody seems to like mm-hmm. kind of support each other like you were saying they do they do and it's like an important thing to go to shows is you tip the performers like show them your appreciation that way or you know what a lot of us are hard on cash you know 
shoot some Instagram stories if they allow the photos at the shows and tag them, support them, like get their name out there yeah, and say, yeah, this yeah. person's awesome. This fuck, it's fucking great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just yeah. any way you can support the shows yeah. and just go from there. I think also, just as a consumer, I can say this, I think the um, venues need to do better of getting the information about the performers out there. Because, like, mm-hmm. say, for example, right, I go to the Abbey and it's Monday nights is when they usually have, I think, drag night. Mm, okay. I think it's Monday nights. I don't know, unless it changed. <laughs> it used to be Monday nights. But um, I used to go and, like, they would come out and you can hear it over the speaker, but it would be so much better if you see it somewhere where it says at blah, 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 right? Because then you would For get sure. that support. And, like, that's where I think it's, like, an overall, like, making sure everybody supports the team. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, marketing is marketing. Like, it is, know? truly. It's, um, it's, it, it would be great, though. Like, maybe we should do, like, a, like a, a huge, like, drag fashion show. That'd be so great. Wouldn't that be... I would love it. If we could find, like, um, a unisex designer who could design, you know, clothes for everybody so that Mm. it could be for kings, queens, and then that way, like, everybody could do their own thing with it. For sure. That would be dope. (laughs) What if you gave the same outfit, in a sense, to all kings and one to all queens, and then everybody just do whatever they want with it? Oh, just, like, add embellishments. Yes! Do everything. Yes! I think we need... I think we started a trend. I think we need to to create this. Copyright. Yes, yes. Pussy boss, I'm I'm taking this idea. If you fucking take my idea... I'll come after you. I'm ready. It's it's amazing. Like it's there's kind of like a little drag king renaissance happening where there there's more of us than ever before. It feels like, but I never knew about drag kings till this like last week. What? Yes, and I like have always like loved drag queens. Like oh always loved drag queens, and so then like when Sarah she was like, "Yo, there's drag kings." I was like, "What?" <laughs> Excuse me? And then I even told my roommate, like, we are all about it. She's like, what? I had no idea. I said, yeah, right? I said, I had no idea either. And that, and then I had an interview earlier, and they were like, in London, mm-hmm. they have tons of drag kings. They, yes. And I'm like, what? Why is this, like, so not? Why we're is- everywhere. It's because we don't get booked in shows enough. Like, all these drag shows, they're like, oh, we're all inclusive. It's like, but we're the kings. Where are they? Yeah. If they would just at, at least one king per sh- per like drag queen show would be phenomenal. Would we call it, would it help, sexist? It would. Then? <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Just it's kind of like. Sorry, taking off my jacket. That was that was classic. Oh, maybe just walked in. Oh, oh okay. Have you, you know maybe? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe was here last week. Um, and then that's why, uh, Indica Sativa. But yeah, I definitely say like, Hey, (laughs) (laughs) um, but yeah, I definitely say like, it's interesting, right? Because here we all, all, here we are all pushing Mm -hmm. for, I guess what we would say, equality, right? Yeah. But it's, but we take that as a challenge. Like a lot of performers I know have taken that as a challenge. Like, Oh, we don't get booked in these shows. We're going to make our own shows. So we have Queer as Punk. We've got Checkmates. We've got uh, Man Candy. Those are three shows that are all-inclusive. They book uh, non-binary, um, bio queens, um, 
drag kings, just all sorts of any like drag performer. Yeah. I think is a great term to use. So it they book all these people. And then there's a drag king uh, night. The first Friday of every month, there's Hamburger Mary's in Ontario. And then there's another drag king night at the Hamburger Mary's in Long Beach. Uh. It's just, and who has my favorite Landon Cider performs at both those places. And they are on a uh, Dragula right now. It's just like a horror um, drag competition um, oh, right now. Oh, I think our, is that for the um, like drag prom? It's um, it's on Amazon Prime. It's like oh, it's horror, on, oh, like macabre oh, kind of thing. Oh, it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, okay. it's amazing. It's really great. And then this is the first time um, that a they booked like the non-binary uh, queen and a drag king. This is the first time like they a king has been on a drag competition show like on that on like well I guess you could say national television but it's Amazon Prime <laughs> so it's it's it is, amazing it's and they're killing it it's so great to see I feel seen yeah having Landon on this kind of platform it was it was really cool well that's awesome okay so if anyone wanted to get into um, being a drag king what would you tell them the first step would be. Go to shows. <laughs> Support. Just, well, well, okay. Besides that, but yeah, like, but um, do they do they like um, learn to di- like? What's the performance like? Um, like? Yeah. Well, I say go to shows, but it's also to figure out who you are as a performer. It's like, are you? Can you dance? Or do you? Are you really good at lip syncing? Are you? like more of a creep or a horror aficionado is are you a horror king are you a suit king are you just kind of an all like encompassing nerd drag king there's so many like just like there's so many different types of queens there's so many different types of kings out there so it's kind of like like figuring out your voice like what you want to see what you want to bring to the table it's kind of like figuring out what new things you can bring? Like, how can you be seen? Like, mm-hmm. how can you bring your voice to the stage kind mm-hmm. of a thing? So for, for me, I, I feel the most myself when I'm wearing a suit with lots of rhinestones on it. <laughs> and then, and then, so suit with lots of rhinestones. <laughs> and do you like to do any, like, signature moves or anything? Is there anything that you, like, kind of feel... Um... Honestly, flirting with everybody, just getting That's up, and especially one. if it is, because like I love when someone's not paying attention to me, and I just like, oh, okay, and I just get up right next to them, and I'm just like singing to them, and then they turn around, they're like, oh, and I'm like, ha and then I just walk away, like, now you're paying attention, okay. It's like, that's the key. You need to pay attention or I'm going to come call you out on it in my own special way. Does your partner ever come watch you? He does. He does. It's, um, he's also, he has like a job that has late hours, but when he gets a chance, I'm like, babe, come to this show. He's like, okay. (laughs) So I'll get him to come to shows and it's really nice just feeling like I feel supported and appreciated from when I'm performing, but it's nice to know that. He's there. It's nice. <laughs> and does he like when you dress up as a drag king? He does, because yeah. he sees it as we're both artists. Okay, and so he, he's an artist. As well. Yes, he um, he works in the video game industry, so okay. it's a di- like another aspect of art. But he yeah. just sees it as we're both artists, so it's he's like, 
Okay. That's cool. Yeah, that's, I mean, I agree. It's art. It's art. So I am, I know I primarily am doing, focusing on drag king stuff, but I also do um, burlesque or drag less. So it's like male impersonation married to burlesque. So I still tape my chest and wear like um, a packer. But I do burlesque, so I'm like a male stripping. So it's that's okay. a lot of fun, and I okay. do it with um, the Hollywood Jane Review is my uh, current troupe that I perform with. And how many people like? Do you get a big turnout for that? Oh yeah, they do this uh, Jurassic Park uh, themed show that okay. does very well. We do they do that like once a year. Sometimes well, this year we did it twice because uh, the venue was like, this is so popular, we have to do it again. <laughs> So they perform out at the Rockwell Table and Stage in Los Feliz. It's, oh. It does very well. It's a lot of fun. They're going to do a Rocky Horror-themed show on October 8th. Um, oh, nice. So that's coming up. It's going to be a lot of fun. Because a lot of the performers came from the Rocky Horror Shadowcast, which is how I know a lot of them. So we came all came from the same Rocky Horror cast and then branched out into burlesque and drag. And it's... Really oh, cool, cool to be able to be with your friends and yeah. have that journey. <laughs> yeah, definitely, especially a creative journey. You know, exactly. There's nothing better than a creative journey. Mm-hmm. I can't say that. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on the show today. And um, I want you to tell them: Are there any shows coming up that we can see you at? Um, well. I'm not performing there, but definitely the Hollywood Jane show, the Rocky Horror uh, burlesque show is going to be a lot of fun. A lot of singing, dancing, burlesque that drag. That is at the Rockwell Table and Stage in Los Feliz. Okay, that's Los Feliz. Yeah, okay. so it's almost like a stone's throw from You'll here. be in the audience, though? I will be. I'll be hooting and hollering at all my friends getting up? naked. Will you dress Oh, you get naked? Uh, burlesque, you get naked. <laughs> Wait, at... really? Well, pasties... Uh. G string, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> mostly the naked. basics, lots of titties. So it's gonna be <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> all right, all right, that sounds great. And then nothing else coming up for you yet? Uh, I got some things in the works okay. for October, some creepy shit. So oh. it's gonna be a lot of fun. I feel like it'll, you'll pull it through with the old Hollywood style. Oh, for sure, for sure. I gotta have that style and grace. So. Um, anything I'm got upcoming just on Instagram is where I'm most active or even on Facebook. Just let me at L E M I A T O M. Really easy awesome. <laughs> to find so, me. <laughs> so let me Adam. Thank you so much for coming on. Let me. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yes. <laughs> and you are always welcome back. Yeah. Anytime. Absolutely. All right, guys, this is your girl, Victoria Lynn. And I hope you enjoyed that mini episode of pussy balls called random pussy. And remember to keep patting that puss.